Welcome back, 1160 AM, the Quest Atlanta's Catholic radio station. We are in our Celebrate Your Faith Spirit Drive, and we are raising money in order to keep Catholic radio strong here in Atlanta. If you want to help with that, the number to call is 678-688-4549. Whenever we do these local pledge drives, we also get to bring in great local guests. And our next guest is Father Ray Cadron. 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 He is the pastor at St. Anne Parish, and we welcome you. Thank you, Kelly. I'm glad to be here. Uh, yes, we are We are so glad that you are here. And uh, we know that all good things begin with prayer. So could you okay. begin us with a prayer? Okay. Dear Lord, our God, we thank you for um, the faith that we share together, for the um, beauty of that faith and for its power in the world today. We thank you for the energy and effort to evangelize that faith, to bring it out into the world, to allow its power to touch and to heal and to bring strength and hope to the lives of your people and your children. Um, We ask you to continue to bless the works of communities like St. Anne and all local communities of faith, we ask you to bless the work of Quest so that we can continue to be joyful in evangelization in the gospel and making the message known. All this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Okay, so a few uh, housekeeping kind of things, Father, before we get going. For for your sake and for those that are just tuning in, um, we have... uh, we get to ring this bell. That's the most important thing we want to do is we okay. want to ring this bell a whole lot while you're sitting there. We get oh. to ring it for for different reasons, okay? So okay. one of the reasons is we get a founder. A founder is a person who says they will give $100 a month for 36 months mm-hmm. or a one-time $3,600 pledge. Mm-hmm. We have had 18 people so far that have said that they would do that. That is Julie, Julietta, Denise, Jeanette, Betty, St. Bridget's Men's Club, Michael, Father Peak, Denise, Major General Tom, an anonymous person, Gift of Hope, Peter, Knights of Columbus uh, at Christ the King, Lynn Wood, um, who was the attorney for mm-hmm. Nicholas Sandman, um, Joanna, and he actually gave more than a founder. He he gave $5,000 when he came in this morning. Mm. Um, Johanna, Terry Newton from Mustard Seed Communities, and also Chuck. All of those people have become founders since we started this. We would love to get some more. And every time that we get a founder, Father rings the bell. We give a gift to the founder, and that's called that's an Echo Dot. So we will send out as a thank okay. you an Echo Dot to every founder, and they get their name on a plaque here at the site uh, mm-hmm. at the station. So we would love to, to do that. Um, we also give a holy card for a donation of any amount. Mm-hmm. Um, we give, uh, and it's of St. Gabriel, who's the pat- patron of Catholic Radio, because he's the messenger. Um, we ha- give a book to all monthly donors. There's a book of the hour, so you can call the volunteers and they can tell you which book is being given away. It's a monthly donation of any amount. Mm-hmm. So you get that book uh, with a monthly donation. The Echo Dot again to the founders. 
Um, each day, everybody who pledges an amount of money goes into a drawing, and uh, one person is drawn out, and we give away a blessed rosary from a holy site, and uh, that goes to just one mm-hmm. random person that's drawn out at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. We also want to take this opportunity to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Chick-fil-A on Woodstock Road in Roswell, because they have been giving us our breakfast every single day, and mm-hmm. it is delicious. <laughs> My favorite has always been their spicy chicken sandwich. I love their spicy chicken sandwich for lunch but i'm telling you what that that breakfast biscuit the chicken biscuit is amazing so it may be my new favorite so number to call if you want to help though is um 678-688-4549 we're also encouraging all of our listeners to go to the questatlanta.com the t-h-e the questatlanta.com there is information there about a bill that is coming up at three o'clock so you need to do it quick three o'clock today house bill 481 um it's called the heartbeat bill it's for the unborn and so i would encourage you to go there find out information they make it easy for you they've put all the numbers of the the legislators to call so please 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 give us um go and look at that the quest atlanta.com the quest atlanta.com is where you find the information on house bill 481 all right so enough of the housekeeping oh we also ring the bell at every ten thousand dollar mark so right now we're at thirty two thousand nine hundred and eighty five dollars that means we just need seven thousand fifteen dollars in order to ring it again um, and we're at $121,086 so far for the three-day total. Wow, we are grateful. That is a tremendous amount of money. We really are truly grateful. We realize, too, that it's probably not enough to make it for six months, which we come back in, in six months and do another pledge drive. We do one in the spring, one in the fall. So uh, probably not enough. So we need to, to pump it up some more and really keep the phone calls coming. We want to ring the bell a whole lot. We want Father. Father, you like ringing a bell, don't you? I enjoy it. He, I, I enjoy I, it. I got it. I'm going to have to slap <laughs> okay. his hand. Come on. We got it. And I don't want to slap the hand of a priest. So you got to call in really quick. Come on. 678-688-4549. Again, we're talking with Father Ray Cadron, and he is the pastor at St. Anne Parish. Father, every time I have a priest across mm-hmm. from me, most times I ask him to share with us their mm-hmm. vocation story. Every so often we have mm-hmm. somebody that calls in and says they're more seriously considering the priesthood because of what they heard. So Great. so would you be willing to share sure. that with us? All right. Um, I guess it, it begins uh, with uh, um, my family in Lowell, Massachusetts, which is where I, I grew up, just uh, outside of Boston, about 25 miles. And uh, my family um, was quietly religious in the sense of we, uh, mm. you know, we went to Mass on a weekly basis. But uh, one of the things that we also did um, at least once a month was um, to go to the National Shrine of Our Lady of La Salette in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Um, and um, over the years, my father got into a program there called uh, Support a Seminarian. Uh, and um, we would go up, and uh, every Sunday they would have um, devotions to Our Lady of La Salette, which is the uh, the foundation uh a person for the religious congregation that that I now belong to, uh, Mary of of uh, uh, Las and um, we used to go up there and just spend a little bit of time, um, 
interacting with the seminarians who would, we'd have dinner uh, that they would put on and we'd have the, the services. And then we would talk to the, to the seminarians who would spend a little bit of time with us. And I got to know them. They were very um, enjoyable. It was a very homely experience uh, and that kind of thing. And I was in, uh, especially in high school at that time, um, getting to wonder what I was interested in doing beyond high school. And a local priest, um, Father Paul Curran, I believe was his name, from my parish, St. Michael's in, in Lowell, uh, asked me if I would be interested in thinking about the priesthood. And he would like to um, maybe take me down to have an interview uh, or see the Archdiocese of Boston Seminary down there. So I gave it some thought and, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll go down with you and, and spend a little time. And I went down there and um, uh, I didn't feel comfortable. Mm. It was a little, let me just put, it was not my my style. It was a little um, uh, actually um, less uh, homespun than more uh, almost um, uh, mystical uh, in, in a sense. Uh, um, the guys were in all in cassocks and there was um uh we we did the routine of all the um prayers during the day and that kind of thing but for some reason i just didn't feel at that time um relaxed and and welcome i i thought about the last leds so um what happened was i contacted the vocation director uh who um called up and said can we come to your house mm-hmm. and um we'll 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 have an interview with you but we'd like to have dinner with you if you would host us for dinner and so he uh and his uh, compatriot came and uh they spent the evening with us we had a nice family chat together um they had uh i uh, whatever was was the meal for the evening um and then at the end of the night invited me to go to um the minor seminary up in uh, altamont new york for what they I, I think today they call come and see programs and we went to the come and see i went to the come and see program with a lot of the others who were interested at the time and it was a tremendously relaxed enjoyable time i got to meet again a lot of the the seminarians from la salette who just seemed to be um in just enjoyable to be around um we did some of the prayers did mass and and that but most often often they just uh talked to us we did some sports events for the weekend we uh uh heard a few of the talks uh, about what it was like in the seminary and uh just got to know them they were very very um relaxed with us and i thought this is a place i'd feel comfortable mm-hmm. and so um <clears throat> talked to my parents about it and said i'd like to uh, apply and at that time i didn't know much about our lady of la salette um it, they were a religious order but um they it just was the guys more than it was uh, at that time uh, the mission of the of the La Salettes. So um, I applied and uh, I got accepted, and it was from then on that uh, the the journey to understand um, what it was to be um, a seminary and what it was to be a, a missionary of La Salette came about, and I got to know. Um, that their mission was one of um, reconciliation. Um, and by that, they they wanted to ensure that um, people were um, came back to God uh, 
to uh, their best self. They they wanted people to really be their their best uh, God given self. They wanted people to reconcile with um, others uh, in in their life, um, family or. Um, people that had hurt them or people that they had hurt, that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, so a lot of the work was, was, and it was done in parishes, it was done at shrines, it was done in chaplaincies and that, but it was about reconciling people back to God and to each other and to their, their best selves. And um, we still had the same things as the seminarians had. We, we um, <clears throat> excuse me, we went to college, um, and then uh, in the summers, we um, worked on summer camps that they had. Uh, again, it was that homespun type of uh, uh, enjoyment that I enjoyed with the guys. We were just very relaxed together. Um, and then um, you you move forward into theology and uh, um, eventually into diaconate and then into into priesthood. But over the time, we, because we're a religious community, we went to a variety of different schools because we're, um, um, instead of being in the diocese where you went to one school all the time in the same area. Uh, here, we um, I did my college in um, Altamont, New York, um, two years of it in uh, North Andover, Massachusetts. Then I did my novitiate year in Bloomfield, Connecticut, ah. um, uh, which was a, a, an interesting year because a portion of it was on a farm. Yeah. We had to learn how to do all the farming uh, wow. types That's of cool. things. Oh, yeah, that was something That else. is cool. Certainly. But it was, it was an enjoyable time, again, learning um, discipline, um, but at the same time, uh, doing it in very practical in very practical ways, and working on a farm was a unique experience. And then went to Rome for a period of time to study, uh, and and then um, went on to finish my theology in Washington D.C. at Catholic University. Um, so I had a wide variety of. Um, stimulating and enjoyable educational uh, um, venues to be a part of. And it was just really enjoyable that way. And then I got uh, ordained in 1978 uh, to the priesthood. Um, And uh, again, um, because I'm from a religious community, which we're worldwide, uh, we're now in uh, 28 different countries around the world, my first assignment was in uh, the UK. I spent six years uh, in a parish outside of London uh, and um, then came back from there and uh, worked in parishes in Massachusetts, uh, in Georgia, in Florida, uh, and in Louisiana. Uh, and then I also did um, some uh, work as voca- uh, formation director uh, for our no- novices and theologians in Washington and in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had a, a wide variety of, of uh, experiences in my life, but I think the key the key for my vocation story was it wasn't a I didn't have one of those 
aha St. Paul moments. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a gradual coming to understand that this is where God was, was calling me. Yeah. This was the direction that my life needed to take uh, and that I was uh, learning more and more about how I could be uh, a reconciling person uh, over the years in a variety of different situations uh, with a variety of different people in a variety of different cultures um, and basically enjoyed uh, kind of enjoyed that um, growth in my in my vocation over the the time but it's been a a wild wonderful ride uh, uh being of service to the lord and also being able to uh, be of service with the people uh, that i've been able to minister with uh um, over the years in the variety of different parishes that i've had including uh -huh. this uh wonderful parish of saint anne's so good yeah. and so so how many years has it been a priest this is my 41st year wow yeah. Wow! Thank you. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't feel it, and in some ways, um, it's gone by in some ways very very fast. Uh, uh, but um, you know, hopefully, looking forward to some more. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for for uh, for saying yes. First of all, oh, to to thanks. the call to the priesthood, and then then living, you know, and, and bringing the sacraments to mm. to all of the the people here. For so many years, that's mm. that's quite a commitment. So thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for the support. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're now. I'm going to ask you a question. Then I'm going to sure. give out the number and do a little bit of begging. Okay. Sure. So, sure. so uh, we want to ring the bell. So I got to do the begging Amen. so that we can ring the bell. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're at St. Anne's. It's a pretty pretty vibrant parish, and mm -hmm. um, I also have to give you a message. So that's pretty cool too. So you're at St. Anne's. It's a pretty uh, vibrant parish mm -hmm. and uh, lots of things going on. I am yes. told and I see on your, your shirt here, um, oh, Life Teen. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hearing that you've got uh, probably one of the, the largest Life Teen groups here in the diocese. So let's talk yeah, first about sure. that, but i got to give out the sure. number. All right, so number to call 678 688 Four five four nine. We are at thirty-two thousand nine hundred and sixty-five dollars so far for today. We did have a, a couple of votes go. We've got this. Get this. Did I mention it earlier? This Knights of Columbus fish fry competition going on. It's kind of cool. We started it last mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. We had uh, several uh, representatives from the different parishes of Knights of Columbus. Mm -hmm. People are calling in and donating to vote on which fish fry they think is the best. Okay, so Saint Anne's. Saint, yeah, Saint Anne's. <laughs> all right. Well, Saint Anne's isn't even on here. So, uh, so it was uh, All Saints, Saint Bridget, Saint Michael's, and Christ the King. Mm -hmm. And right now, Saint Bridget is at twenty. Uh, Christ the King is at fifteen points. Uh, let's see, St. Michael's is at seven and All Saints is at six. Those two, those last two have been neck and neck the whole time. Mm -hmm. When one goes up, the other one goes up. So we're ready for that call from All Saints to tie it up again, um, with, with St. Michael's. And uh, St. Bridges is pulled out in front, but come on, Christ the King, you can still do it. You get one point for a one-time donation, two points for a monthly donation, and three points for a founder. You can do it. Come on, let's do it. 678-688-4549. 
Also, because the time is getting close, we're going to say it even more. We really want you to go to the website for thequestatlanta.com and find out more information about this House Bill 481 and make the necessary calls in order to let your voice be heard. We are now at $32,965 for the day. Come on, let's get some the phone lines ringing. We do have a donation that came in on your clock, Father. Um, it says, let's see, let me put on my glasses here. Um, donation of 200 additional dollars, $300 previously sent in from St. Anne's Pro-Life Ministry. And uh, they are honoring Wonderful. Father Ray and Quest Radio's pro-life programming. So Thank, thank you. In awesome. fact, they're out. I think they're, uh, they've gone out uh, uh, to... Um, for the house bill this afternoon there there's a group of our our uh, pro-life ministry has gone out there for that oh, excellent well we'll talk about the pro-life here in just mm-hmm. a minute before i started my begging though i asked you about the mm-hmm. life team sure. so I'll give out the phone number one more time and then let's let's talk about that six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine again we're talking with father ray Codron, and he is the pastor at St. Anne Parish, 41 years of priest, and uh, he's got a great life teen group at his parish, so let's find out about that. Great. Um, in fact, I, I think this afternoon you're having, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Randy Rouse yes. on this afternoon. Randy, uh, when I, I first started at St. Anne's 1996, and at that time when I started uh, Life Teen was just beginning to develop. I think it had been there two or three years. And Randy was the one. He was a parishioner, and he was the one who brought it from Arizona in a parish called St. Timothy's out in Tempe, Arizona, um, to um, I think we were the first parish to, to begin it here. Um, and uh, it uh, lively, exciting, enjoyable uh, um, program that is brings teens closer to Christ. And it does it by um, honoring their faith, mm. um, by, by knowing that, that it needs to grow and develop, but uh, to find uh, ways and means to um, make that faith exciting uh, and um, also to give them a chance to um, worship with uh, good, very good music, with um, also uh, faith sharing, um, the uh they do for one of the elements that that we've we've uh added especially to ours uh over the years has been mission uh trips which means that the uh we we now have over uh 200 and something we 200 and something of our our youth involved in um mission trips during the summer this they do it nationally uh well locally first they do it in some of the areas uh of um the Atlanta and North Georgia area, uh, hooking up with some groups uh, like Catholic Heart Work Camp and and that. They also do that uh, nationally by going to Catholic Heart Work Camps in uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. I think they've done them in in Tennessee. Uh, And then we do international. Um, We've been doing some, uh, especially the last few years, with um, the group called Unbound, Mm -hmm. um, which is used to be the children the 
Catholic for Foundation for Children and the Aged, or the Christian Foundation for Children and the Aged. Uh, anyway, they, they have gone down there. Um, and what they do is they get deeply involved in the work that helps people uh, to um, rehab their homes, their gardens, their grounds, their, their their houses to make them safe, to build. Uh, I know in, in uh, El Salvador where they've gone down, they build houses uh, for um, people who have not ever lived in a house. Uh, and, and the kind of housing that they build, we would probably consider more like a shed in our back in our backyard but they are homes that people uh uh finally when they get in are just overwhelmed by uh and that but the the young people get involved in that uh uh, and in all the different ways in the mission mission uh trips to see their faith in action and i think that's the key seeing their faith actually um working they learn as much and they gain as much from the people they work with down there or in the different hard camps and whatever than uh than they're they're bringing they they receive as much as they as they give in terms of growth in their faith growth in in uh, the recognition of um uh the the church spread around the world uh um and then they come together um, for yearly retreats, maybe two to three different retreats during the year, um, and uh, Life Teen National uh, and International puts out uh, retreats, uh, themes, and um, uh, content of them, and then our, our leaders take them and they adapt them to our groups, uh, and uh, we can get, I think the last one was over 200 uh, teens went uh, to, wow. uh, and that's pretty much anywhere between 180, 200 uh, that go to the yearly yearly retreats, and they have, uh, it's, it's, it's about faith sharing, it's about um, Eucharist, it's about uh, reconciliation it's about uh, fun and enjoyment yeah. uh, and then continuing to learn about more and more about their faith uh, um, every week we have uh, a 6 a.m a 6 p.m mass um, which pretty much is a full church and we hold over eight a uh, little over 800 in in the church uh, of teens and their parents, and that was one of the things I was gonna, I was gonna say when we first start, when I first started with it in the, the early '90s with Randy. Um, one of the things I loved about Life Teen was that it not only brought the teens back to Christ, it brought their parents mm. and their grandparents. Mm. We had we always had a full church of people who um, just enjoyed uh, being together, prayer and praise, uh, respectful liturgy. Um, we, um, creative liturgy because we always had, uh, um, uh, homily times that were interactive, uh, that the teens would help us to prepare and that the teens would help us to present, uh, to, to the community. Uh, and that was something that Life Teen, I think, prided itself on was, was that interactive, uh, time with teens sharing their faith. Um, we developed uh, a great music program out of that with uh, um, our musician who's been there again since at least the early ni- 1990s, Ed Bolduck. Uh, and uh, Ed um, is tremendous at, at uh, knowing what uh, music excites people and passions people. 
um, gets them to prayer and praise together. Uh, and uh, we still have that um, after how many years now, since the, since the early 90s up till today. He's still our uh, director of, mu- of music at St. Anne's yes. uh, and still does tremendous uh, um we just had a parish mission for the last three days, and uh, Ed played the music with his uh, with the music ministry, and uh, excited people, uh, got them to um, to to really do what we do well, which is praise the Lord and and uh, have some time together to reflect on the uh, on the faith. But Life Teen is a um, a tremendous gift to the church. It's been a tremendous gift to our local our local community in that it also spun off a number of things like Parents for Life. And the parents initially got together and they would help with the um the meals for Sunday night or they would help with the meals for the retreats and that kind of thing. And then they said, we need some spiritual development uh, ourselves so that they developed programs um for for the the parents of the teens uh to go on retreat together uh have days of recollection and that kind of thing uh and that's still going on that developed into what eventually became our faith sharers ministry uh which now still uh puts on yearly retreats for um parents and for adults and that kind of thing so life teen had a tremendous and it still has a, a tremendous um drawing power Mm-hmm. Uh, not only for the teens themselves, we we probably get about two hundred to two fifty, two seventy five teens every Sunday night who come together, and then also go to their life nights afterwards, in which they uh, break open the Word uh, on a variety of different themes, have some uh, a meal together, uh, and um, it, it's it's awesome to see. Yeah. It, it just really is. Yeah. That's the future yeah. of our church right there, it is. isn't it? That well, is the future. It's also the present. Yeah, it's the that's present. True. It's that's the present true. of yeah. our church. It, Good it, point. Yeah, it, it draws uh, a great deal of enthusiasm and excitement uh, from the whole community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, not just simply from kids who have from parents who have have children uh, in it, but for the whole community, they see the goodness of it and they support it with um, some good financial resources during the year. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we uh, need to give out this number again, and we need to encourage people to go look at the information on House Bill 481. I just got word that we are going at three o'clock, we are going to pray the Chaplet of Divine Mercy live here in the studio and ask all of our listeners to join us um, so that uh, we're going to pray it for this for this House Bill 481. So we we need your help. We would love for you to stay and pray with us at three o'clock. If you want to come down to the studio and pray with us too, please, by all means, come and and join us at three o'clock for this prayer. Um, But the number to call right now is 678-688-4549. You can find out information about House Bill 481 by going to thequestatlanta.com. It'll give you information on the bill as well as uh, numbers to call so that your voice can be heard and you can be a voice for the unborn, for those that are voiceless. And uh, so we really, we, we would really love for you to do both of those things, actually. You can go online to thequestatlanta.com and get information on the House Bill and make a donation at the same time. That would be awesome, too. So we are at $32,965 so far for today, and we are grateful, but the work is not done. So please, please, please give us a call, 678 688 Four five 
We are talking with Father Ray Codron. He is the pastor at St. Anne Parish. And uh, we've been talking about his, uh, re- his vocation story about the Life Teen program, and that I didn't even realize. I, I know about Life Teen. My kids used to attend Life Teen. I didn't realize that there was a, a, a parent, a life parent or whatever you Parents said. for life. Parents for Parents life. For I, life yeah. I, I, I didn't know that, so that yeah. is really cool I'm as not well. Sure. I don't know. I'm, I imagine many parishes that have Life Teen also, also have that, but that's been a foundational part of, of ours since uh, just about the beginning was to ensure that um, parents were um, a real part of the uh, faith sharing that needed to be, it was the linchpin of how our Life Teen um, uh, brought life into the community. It, it wasn't just for the teens. They didn't just drop the teens off on a Sunday night and pick them up at the end yeah. of, of, uh, of a mass. They were um, They were overwhelmed by the response of the teens to the um, the liturgy, which is I've always found tremendously respectful um, of them. Uh, they 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 sing. They take and one of the things that I've I've uh, discovered is is so important is they take seriously uh, that teens need to minister to the community as well as be ministered to by the community. Yeah. So um, yeah. they do um, the lecturing. They uh, are Eucharistic ministers. Uh, they are ministers of hospitality. Uh, they uh, are servers, um, and uh, they sing wonderfully yeah. uh, and uh, up, uplift the adults who are there. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I, I really am pleased with how that, that uh, continues to be a vital part of our community's life. Excellent. Yeah. Well, we have another message for you. Oh. <laughs> Sharon called in. And she said, Father Ray is a gift to Sanians. He is a wonderful champion of God, and we love him. Well, thank, thank you, Sharon. Thank you very so much. So good. I love God it. Bless, yeah. I love it. So, you know, again, I send the shout-out. If you want to call in and give a message to Father Ray, is it Father Ray or Fa- yeah, it is Ray. Father Ray? Yeah, Father Ray, because they're saying that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you want to give a message to him, uh, that would be awesome. 678-688-4549. If you can make a donation at the same time, that would be awesome, too. We are trying to, to pump this up. We are right now at 32000 $965 trying to raise the necessary funds in order to keep Catholic Radio strong here in Atlanta and uh, also to raise the funds necessary for another six months because uh, we come back usually, I, I think what they're hoping to do is spring and fall, spring and fall. And uh, so that, that's what we're trying to do. Um, some of the, the networks, I get to travel. I have this great privilege of traveling and doing these pledge drives some of them we go four times a year. They interrupt mm-hmm. pre- regular programming four times a year, mm-hmm. um, but here they're they're trying to do it just twice a year. That's and great. so let let's make the most of it. Let's mm-hmm. let's really call in and raise the necessary funds. We also have that Knights of Columbus challenge in front of us, so you can vote for the best fish fry, whether it's All Saints, Saint Bridget's, Saint Michael's, or Christ the King. Um, we are still at twenty for Saint Bridget's. Uh, 15 for Christ the King, 7 for St. Michael's, and 6 for All Saints. And you can talk to them about how you can get your vote out. So give the volunteers a call, 678-688-4549, 
4549. We have another shout out for Father Ray. Oh they God. love you, Father Ray. Oh this one is from Denise, and she says uh, it's from Denise and the rest of the front office at St. Anne's. Oh. And uh, we are listening and supporting. And she asks you to please pray for the parishioners of St. Anne's. So you know what? We have this great privilege of praying with a potential 3.1 million listeners and really uniting our hearts together for this prayer intention. So would you like to lead us in a prayer for the for the parishioners? Okay, sure. Um, dear Lord, um, I thank you especially for the parishioners of St. Anne's, um, for the... Um, the care they take in uh, taking care of the least of your sisters and brothers most in need. I thank you for their willingness to offer their time and their talent um, to, in so many ways to bringing uh, the gospel to life, to bringing faith into action. Um, I thank you especially for the life that we share together um, in our faith. Um, and I ask you to continue to bless us. Uh, bless us with the courage, the confidence, the strength, and the hope that we need to be um, not only learners, disciples, but also apostles, uh, joyful messengers of the good news of Jesus Christ. Uh, and I ask this all in his name, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Send the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, so... We just had a little bit of a bump. We are at $33,465. I love it. I love it. I love it. So $33,465, that means we are just $6,535 away from ringing the bell at $40,000. So come on, we can do it. We want to ring the bell before Father Ray leaves the hot seat, and we have plenty of time to do it. We still have about 20 minutes. We have plenty of time to do it, but we got to get the phone lines ringing. Number to call is 678-688-4549. Remember that a founder is an automatic ring of the bell, so we will ring it if we get a founder as well, $100 a month for 36 months. You have alluded Father Ray a couple of times to the beautiful music at your parish and mm -hmm. I one mm -hmm. of the things that one of the volunteers told me about about your parish is that they have an amazing music ministry yes so let's talk about yes. that okay uh, again um, going back to the uh, early 90s um, uh, father um, at that time the pastor uh, father Bob Suzanne uh, hired um, well, it came through Randy Rouse, actually. Uh, Randy, who brought Life Teen to the parish, also brought Ed Bolduck to the parish um, because he had, he knew um, he knew Ed, and he knew that Ed uh, was uh, the kind of musician who could spark the teens into life, uh, and um, Ed began especially that way. He was the Life Teen. Uh, uh, mass coordinator, uh, music coordinator, uh, the retreat coordinator for uh, the music and all the other things that Life Teen did. Um, and then uh, Ed's music, in that sense, it caught on with the whole community. Mm. It moved from the six, the six to becoming um, a steady part of um, our kind of our, our music diet. Um, uh, he brought a lot of the wonderful Christian uh, music going on at the time with some of the other um, uh, Christian music um, 
uh, people like Matt Marr and Tom Booth. Uh, uh, he became he was friends with them and actually brought them to the parish. And we began to develop our own style. Um, and um, that style, in in terms of the the kind of music that we have at St. Anne's, has grown over this this um, almost a thirty year period. Um, and with with Ed at the helm, uh, who continues to um, inspire good musicians, new musicians to come come on board, because he's also been uh, uh, in the last few years the director of music for the whole of the parish uh, community. All on the we have eight masses on the weekend, and they all have music, uh, and they they run from the traditional some of the which which Ed has uh, masterfully. Uh, taken and re um, rewritten with uh, not not so much the words but uh, the melodies he's he's brought into his own uh, style so that they're singable and recognizable to the people who remember that traditional music uh, at a seven a.m. mass in the morning, for example. Um, and uh, but he uh, he also leads with um, uh, Graham Coon, who is our. Uh, assistant to the to, to uh, Ed in the music department um, they brought on a number of great talented people drawn it from the community we have um, uh, we have uh, musicians uh, um, drums and um, guitars and uh, um, flautist uh, we've had um, a saxophonist um, we have uh, a keyboard, uh, electric keyboard, and, uh, uh, and then we have beautiful um, musicians who lead the, uh, the music with their, with their talent. Uh, but every mass has music. And um, uh, the, uh, the music is, I think it is the mo- one of the most notable things of the parish community because people come and they'll say, I love that. I love that music. How come I don't hear it at my place or that kind of thing? But, but the point on it is it's, it's prayer and praise music. It's music that, that gets people um, to, um, to, to, to sing, to um, be involved in, to be participants in. They're not just... Um, spectators to a good choir singing beautiful music. Mm-hmm. They are drawn into the whole um, realm of of music, as um, Ed, Ed would say, praying twice yes. and and allowing the community to be deeply involved in uh, uh, in, in in singing their their prayer um, every every Sunday. Very creative, uh, and he also plays for. Everything else. I mean, he plays for weddings and funerals and um, uh, worship services that we have, prayer and praise nights that we have, uh, uh, the parish mission that we have, preschool uh, to get the kids to uh, learn music and to sing music uh, uh, for the uh, different preschool liturgies that we have. Um, so Ed is uh, Ed's a rock when it when it comes to. Uh, our stability in terms of music uh, as as prayer for the community and how it enhances our liturgy. So, um, oh, so yeah. beautiful! It, I love great. that. Mm-hmm. It really adds. It really adds, doesn't it? it really it adds does. to the liturgy. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give out the number again: six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. We are at thirty three thousand four hundred and sixty five dollars so far for today. 
Jim and Kelly have both called in since you sat down in the hot seat. So we are grateful to, to both of those callers who have called in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We would love to get a few more. 678-688-4549. You know, really, you know, how long have you been at St. Anne's? Well, um, this is as my third term. I was there 1996 to 2002. Uh, then uh, that w- that time was my 25th anniversary, so I got a chance to take a sabbatical. Yeah. And then I uh, went to Florida for in a parish for a few years. And then Father Tom Riley, who was the pastor at that uh, time in 2006, invited me to come back uh, and um, become help with basically faith form adult faith formation and uh, leading the liturgy department uh, there. And so I came back and spent 2006 to 2012. 12 uh, as an associate pastor and then I moved from there to Chicago to to teach um, and uh, to uh, direct the seminarians for my religious community and theology and then in 2017 um, Father uh, Riley retired and um, I was asked to come back as pastor Mm -hmm. so I'm in my uh, 14th year yeah. Wow, that's a long time. It, it is. Yeah. I've kind of, I've kind of grown with the community. Yeah. Um, I've kind of cut my teeth in ministry yeah. uh, th- through through them in many many ways. Um, and uh, at the same time, I, I know a lot of people uh, from the different times. But I'm finding now that we are also a growing community. A lot of our people are. Um, a lot of our parishioners are now in that uh, bracket of young families yeah. uh, who who are creating new. Um, and exciting uh, things for the community to be involved in, bringing their own sets of family needs that we're we're meeting, uh, bringing their their excitement about uh, family faith uh, into the way we program and uh, into uh, the different social events that we have and that kind of thing. So it's 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 a different parish in some ways, and it's the same parish in some ways. Yeah. And it was nice to see that development over the period of time. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, kind of like a, a proud father, maybe seeing those those uh, I, how it's grown. I've, I'm very, uh, yeah. I, I just love the parish, yeah. and, and I feel very much, like, in a sense, like yeah. like that. I, I always said uh, when I came back, my job is um, to be a firmer in chief. Ah, uh, okay. You know, with oh, everything, cool. everything that goes on there, every ministry that we have, and we have close to we about a little over eighty ministries yeah. uh, in the parish community, and my job is to make sure that every one of them knows how vital and vibrant uh, the, the, what they give to the community in terms of their time and talent is for our life. And uh, I try to do that as much as I can. I love that. Uh, a firmer in chief. I'm gonna, I wrote that one down. I'm going to use that one. I love it. Okay, so I also know you have a garage sale coming up here real uh, soon. Yeah, yeah it's um, actually, it, it will be starting next uh, Thursday night, but we, we're collecting this weekend. Um <clears throat> Excuse me. We um, we start on Saturday doing the collection, uh, and they uh, get everything ready and set for uh, Thursday evening, and then all day. Uh, so Thursday, Friday, and it's actually I think all day Thursday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday uh, of next next week we'll be having the garage sale. It's a it's a tradition in St. Anne's going on back ooh, 25 years anyway. And it's, it's a tremendous help. 
uh, I mean, financially, it brings in uh, income that we're also able to use for uh, a lot of different kinds of, uh, of things, special projects, uh, beefing up ministries that, that uh, uh, need some extra financial support and that kind of thing. So, and it's run by the, um, uh, the St. Anne's Catholic Women's, uh, Women's Guild, um, who um, do a tremendous amount for uh, the community in terms of uh, um, raising awareness of the roles of women in the church, uh, of uh, giving their time and talent to a variety of, of different, uh, and, you know, we, we have, they put on, for example, the um, uh, the Appalachian Craft Show, which we have had now for the last 25 or so years, which is kind of the biggest craft show in, in the Southeast area, I understand. It brings in well... Uh, 150 vendors from around uh, the East Coast who come in just around Christ, uh, Advent time, and um, they sell their their hand handcrafted things. You have to, in fact, when you finish one show. Um, two weeks later, the vendors have sent the letters in for the next year to get be able to get their space, and it takes up most of the property. Uh, but it, it's both a um, uh, a fundraiser certainly for for us, but it's also a, I, for me it's a tremendous uh, awareness raiser uh, of the talent and the abilities that are out there, uh, and and uh, people really take advantage of them to be able to use them for Christmas gifts and that, uh, and then. Um, uh the um so that i mean that's a that's a those those two things i know uh specifically that the the women's guild does that help us help us financially but they do in a thousand other different ways yeah. with uh with, with help for a variety of different things and i'm grateful for them excellent excellent okay so mm. lots of great things going on yep. we only have about five more minutes so we're gonna uh, uh, maybe a little bit more, maybe seven more minutes, seven more minutes or so. Um, so we're rolling through it, though. We're rolling uh, through it. God There's so bless. many good things going on. Talking with Father Ray Codron. He is from the pastor at St. Anne's Parish. And we've been talking about a lot of things going on at the parish. We would love it if you would give us a call, 678-688-4549. Also, call if you have a, a message for Father Ray. We would love to, to give him some more messages. People have been calling in in his honor, making pledges in his honor um you don't have to make a pledge to give him a message though um so the next thing that that i found on your website was a linton retreat coming up march 22nd to the 24th um that is oh okay yes that's Ooh. uh yeah no there is <laughs> okay uh, there's so many things i, I have to keep I remembering no website. you're right okay. it's it's with our faith sharers ministry i remember that telling you that they were the kind of outgrowth of the parents for life ministry okay um and uh they now uh every year uh have a um uh a lenten retreat uh in which they bring people to um Forest Hills, I, I I believe it is, and um, they they uh, they probably get about anywhere between twenty five and thirty people uh, on it. It's a beautiful, usually beautiful, quiet, reflective time. Um, I. Th- trying to remember what the theme is i think it is fearless uh this this year mm-hmm. in which um uh, and and what they do is they they bring people they have presentations and then small group faith sharing um mass confessions um time for people to just 
uh, do meditation and, and reflection and relax uh, and that kind of thing. But it's it's really enjoyable, and um, I invite people to to always be a part of that as a kind of Lenten commitment to just uh, quiet down. <laughs> You know, uh, we usually tend to do so many different types of things, even in Lent, when we're supposed to be quieting down a little bit, that if we can offer opportunities for the quieting, uh, I I like to ensure that we do that also. And Faith Share is is one that that does that every year. So I encourage our people to be a part of uh, uh, that, that, that's right, the twenty. Uh, 21st, it's 22nd to the 24th, 22nd to the 24th of yeah. March at Forest Hills. And, you know, you can find more information in the bulletin. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and you can also call 678-688-4549 with a donation or with a message for uh, Father Ray. And we had both of those that came in. Actually, uh, Michelle donated online and she she gave uh, towards that. So now our total is $33,710. And we had Kristen who called in and said, thank you, Father Ray, for being such a great support for Life, Teen, and Edge and Launch. Oh, yeah. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Last thing, Raise the Roof Habitat Ministry. Uh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, Habitat for us has been around for, again, a number number of years. I'm not sure the exact number, but every year they they uh, work with local area habitats. Uh, uh, some of them are other Protestant communities, uh, for example. And then twice, I think they do two builds a year. Uh, and uh, one of the things they do uh, is um, to, um, they have fundraisers like a spaghetti dinner or a chili cook-off or something of that sort. Um, but um, they also, uh, before each build, they bring in a number of the beams that are going to go into the church. And they we put them out on a Sunday, and we have uh, families uh, write on the beams a message of, hope a message of welcome a message of care for the people who are going to go into uh that house after it's built and uh the kids the kids absolutely love it because they get a chance to decorate a little bit and put their name on put a little message and i think it's just a wonderful thing that shows um we're not just building a building we're building a home and uh and i think that's a a tremendous thing that our habitat ministry uh, has been involved in over the years and really adds to our community's life beautiful really really a vibrant parish lots and lots of things going on Mm -hmm. again let's get these phone lines going though thirty three thousand seven hundred and ten dollars and we are so grateful but we know it's not enough and so really just stop and think what what uh, you know maybe you started listening a year ago whenever it came on what has how have you changed have you become more patient more kind more knowledgeable of your faith um, how have you changed since you started listening? And how do you want to pay it forward? Because there are going to be people that happen onto the station, the air quotes happen onto the station, that have their lives changed because of the truths and the traditions that are coming through these airwaves. Can you help support that? If you can, then the number to call is 678-688-4549. And I'm telling you what, because of the things that are going on in our world right now, um, I I think we got to keep this Catholic radio station around because we're getting so much twisted and mm-hmm. out and out lies from our secular media. The bias is so tremendous. And, you know, I was really proud of, of Catholic radio, especially when all the scandals were breaking and stuff, sure. because 
they didn't sugarcoat anything. They mm-hmm. promoted it. They 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 didn't promote mm-hmm. it. They they reported it mm-hmm. um, as it was. You know the mm-hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly. It was mm-hmm. exactly as it was. There was no bias, sure. but they also gave the message of hope at the same sure. time. And I think that yeah, is I so important. I was going to say that to me, one of the important things that I I try with our parish community to ensure is that, um, especially ever since that time. Um, what defines the Church of Jesus Christ, what mm-hmm. defines the Church for me, is not going to be just the crisis. It's going to be the good works uh, of, of mercy and of help and of care and of compassion uh, that every local community can put its energy and effort into, and those will be the places people will want to stay with. They want to become part of, and they'll want to. They'll want to. They want to be uh, members of, uh, of all the time. And that's what's going to. Def- I believe that's what should define us. And yes. and uh, not that we don't care about anything that happens with the crisis. I certainly do, and and grieve still over it. But I want to be sure that what defines the church is the goodness that still exists within the communities that are the church. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Yeah. So let's keep that voice by giving us a call at 678-688-4549. We've been talking with Father Ray. Cadron. Cadron. I keep saying it wrong and I Not know sorry. I'm saying it wrong. So Not I apologize. So um, and you know, I, no I think maybe I, nope. maybe they'll give me a little bit of a pass. I don't know. I hope. <laughs> I so will. a little I bit will. of mercy. Thank you. All right. So he is the pastor at St. Anne Parish. We would love it if you could give your blessing to all of us here in the studio as well sure. as out for, through the airwaves, and I will kneel down for that. Dear Lord our God, I ask your blessing upon Kelly and upon is it Anna? Uh, Annie. 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 Yeah, Annie she was close. And all of the uh, the quest workers um, for the uh, the good that they are doing. Um, for the way that they are evangelizing with joy the gospel message that you uh, wish to bring into the world. Continue to guide, bless them with your, your help and your hope and with your love. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Bless. We really Thank appreciate you. all that you did to help us today and for you taking your time to, to be with us. Glad to and be able to do people it. loving you. They're calling in for you. So thank no. you. Thank you. Keep up the good work. 41 years of priest. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, St. Anne's. We're going to go to a short break. We'll be back on the other side of the break with Carrie Beckman, who is the executive director for Regina Regina Chaley Academy.